Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's safety chat. Hi, it's Mike with the Portage County Safety Council. I'm here with George to talk about safety. What's up, George? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for safety. I'm an Indianapolis kid, went to Indiana State University. I'm an environmental health and safety manager. I'm a certified safety professional also. I actually work at a lapel, OI glass manufacturing facility, and I have over seven to eight years of experience prior within Georgia Pacific and Navistar. That's awesome. So here's the first big question on inspiring safety. What's the most effective way you found to engage employees and inspire them to work safely? So I think one of the key things is just really getting them to the point where they feel comfortable speaking up. That whole concept of if you see something, say something, but if you say something, do something. Yeah. I really focus on that piece, you know, through conversations, through interesting, interactive games. Like we did safety March Madness competition in March. We basically split the facility up bracket style, just like the March Madness tournament, since it wasn't March Madness going on. We're in, right. We had basketball crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I had A crew going against A crew D shift going against B shift. And yeah. basically, one point for a hazard identified, two points for something done about it, and then three points for getting your safety training complete. Pete, man, it was good. That's awesome. So, so they were engaged, they were full go with that, huh? And that's critical. That's yeah. the biggest piece, honestly. Get, yeah. just getting them engaged. I tell my guys, we at least owe you the conversation. Yeah. You got the woman fuzzes about something. Look, let's, let's think about it. Let's have the conversation, you know? So That's awesome. Yeah. So the second thing is, out of all your safety experience that you have, if there's one overarching issue that you think, hey, man, no matter where I'm at or where I work or what environment I'm in, there seems to be the safety issue everywhere. What would that be? I think probably one of the most critical things is training, specifically training that engages people and that's active and they actually get something from it. Right. You got a lot of check the box training where you, you know, you, you cross off compliance, but I give this analogy. When you teach your son how to drive, you don't teach him 1910.152. You say, right. I'm paying attention. <laughs> you know, I mean, but seriously, you make sure he feels it. It's not something that, you know, you don't teach them the regulation. It's not about the handbook. The only way you drive is, you know, it's serious. But that that piece, sometimes we miss the why behind the, I guess. Yes. The Come you on. Yes. Yeah. When you're talking numbers and you're talking, you know, 90 days since last time lost accident, that's good stuff for managers, but it doesn't really hit home for a lot of people. That's just mm-hmm. a number on the chalkboard, man. That's not. It's not really connected. They want to go home back to their spouse, their kids. They want to go back to their football team, right? They want to go back and do the things they love. I totally agree with you. You, you got to feel it. Don't do this. Oh, no, seriously. Yeah. And I mean, and in all reality, even the managers, look, make sure they have a real conversations, man. Like, yeah. I, that, that whole concept, I want people being proactive. When I train somebody, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at how much you work out, and what you put into your body. That's what we can control. You see what I'm saying? So let's focus on what we can control. People actively speaking up. People doing something. People, you know, being proactive. I love that extra part you put in there. We always hear, see something, say something. But I never really hear anyone say, see something, say something, 
do something. Yes, that's a huge piece. (laughs) It's one thing to say something, but if follow up don't happen and something doesn't get done, we really just waste our time going through the motions, didn't we? Oh no, I mean seriously, and like even for me coming in, a lot of the facilities I've been in have been somewhat comfortable, maybe speaking up. But you got to take the first step. Everybody's accountable for safety. It ain't just my job. It ain't your manager's job. If it's nothing but telling the people in your area what's going on or putting up caution tape, do what's in your control. Do something about it, you know? So it's, it's that, that kind of is two, is two lanes, you know? And you have this concept of the industrial athlete. Can you explain to our listeners what that is? So in our reality, we're all industrial athletes because we work in a high-paced manufacturing environment just like you would on a football field in any manufacturing arena. We do these jobs for 30, 40 years. The, the, the normal NFL career is three right. motion. So that mindset of working on a team, but then also healthy people or safe people, locking Absolutely. into raising the wellness program on the same level with the safety program. That's what it's about. And I think that's what the industrial athlete, that mindset – has to be about. We have to start looking at ourselves as athletes because we don't have a three to four year career. Our career right. is 40, 50 years before, you know, we can retire. So that's kind of like my concept where you merge the safety program with the wellness program. I joke with my wife all the time. I was pretty hard on my body as a kid. I was an athlete and then I uh, got into a party lifestyle that didn't help me at all. And uh, between bar fights and all the stuff that, we won't, that I had to get a sponge off my record, we won't talk about that right now. But uh, a <laughs> whole nother podcast. But I remember all the old guys, you know, and former bosses and managers were like, look, man, I know you're having fun doing all this stuff, but you're real hard on your body and you're going to pay that price when you're in your 40s. And I'd be like, shut up, old man. It would kind of just be like mess with them. Now here I am in my 40s. And I joke with my wife all the time. I wish I would have listened to that. I mean, there was a time at eight, 18, 19, I was lumping 18 trucks a day with three other guys in the shipping dock. Now in my 40s, I couldn't even imagine doing that no more. So there is a place, and we all know it, and none of us like the, you know, very few of us, I should say, not not none of us. We're like, man, I don't want to face the truth, the evidence of like, man, my mind's still there, but my body just, it's like my mind's telling me yes, my body's telling me no, you know what I'm saying? I'm not much of a singer, but that's what comes to mind every time I think about it. But there is there is that transition. How am I going to stay in the game for 30, 40 years? I, mm-hmm. Especially, you know, if I'm doing a laborious task and I can't even, you know, how am I going to maintain that in my 40s, 50s, 60s until I have another plan there? So that's a very important thing. What do you recommend? How do people stay active in being an industrial athlete? So for me, since January, I've been waking up 4.30 and posting all of my lifts, all of my workouts online, and my entire facility following. So I believe that you start the day by investing in yourself. It's not only necessarily a physical investment because it's mental toughness you build from just saying that you're going to do something and doing it. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like during that workout, you build just that mental toughness by getting through it. And it's crazy, but you push your body to, you know, physical exertion, whatever. And then you let off natural endorphins when you come in the office. It's wild. It's like, you know, it's, an energy, it's a different energy, man. You know? Oh, so, it is. <laughs> it is. And I know like if, if there's a lot of people listening to this, that maybe they weren't athletic in school or the veterans I work with had the similar experience because of boot camp, right? You realize being an athlete or a veteran that your body will go much further than your mind. Oh, yeah. In fact, being a bigger guy, I started running a few years back 
not now, but I, I went on a little season where I started running and I was, I was shocked because at first a quarter mile was hard. And then within a matter of like two weeks, I hit three and a half miles. It was my goal to kind of do a 5k. And I started running with my wife and we're going through it. And I'm like, anytime I felt like I couldn't go any further, I just said, nope, I made my mind up. And I call that the power of the made up mind. I said, I'm getting through this no matter what. And my body started responding according to the mindset that I had. So that's, that's definitely the case. It's so easy to talk ourselves out of finishing the workout or cutting it short, or I got something else better to do today. But really, if there's nothing else that we have throughout our life, it's health and that affects us at work and everything else. And Nick Koya, our BWC rep, him and I talk about all the time. One of the biggest issues that we see in safety is fatigue. And mm-hmm. fatigue is usually a result of stress, not just being overworked, but it's of stress and just lack of health, lack of sleep and lack of exercise, isn't it? That mental clarity. I know like for me in my facility, I was first up one or two Red Bulls a day. I was, yeah. you know, that guy had to happen to get them going. When I switched over in January, I started making breakfast smoothies in the morning. And then I made them for all the operators. So we started to give them away for free. And then I started to carry around this gallon of water jug. You know, so everybody seen that I was, but it was just like those little things, man, make so much difference. Drinking water. Understand right. that I work in a I work with a furnace that's over five to six thousand degrees. It's hot in my facility. Right. Y'all can't drink Red Bulls and work on this machine. You see right. what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. that, that I mean, it's real. And you just get not only safer people, they're more productive. You yeah. know, it's, I mean, it's, it's an investment, but it's, it's real. And these are not these are not people that are normally, you know, these are country boys. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they, right. they ain't thinking about no, but I'm I'm just giving them giving them nutritional facts behind the fruits. I'm living it. They're seeing me. And it's just like, okay, we're we gonna get on board. And I noticed changes in myself. You know, I'm 42 now. So when COVID-19 hit and they started shutting down all the gyms, I'm sure you guys probably went through something similar in Indiana, but here in Ohio, they shut down all the gyms and everything. So that was my one out to get rid of stress, you know, and actually try to stay somewhat healthy. And so I started doing like more like sit-ups and stretches for my, you know, back issues and different things and started doing some just more ab work. And I started like doing squats just with no weight, just free weight stuff in my living room. And I felt better than I did with working out with, and I, I was, because being an athlete, I, I used to strength train all the time, right? Playing football, like load up the squad machine, hit hit the heavy bench and do low reps and, and, you know, power cleans and all that stuff. And I'm sitting there just doing squats in my living room <laughs> and doing abs and stretching. And I'm like, I, I felt amazing. And so yeah. I noticed when I go to put my shoes on, I felt a difference from the small, simple things. So it doesn't have to be, no. You don't have to train like you're a pro football player, right? I do my warm-up, my warm-up pretty much every day. 50 jumping jacks, 40 air squats, 30 push-ups, 20 sit-ups, three times. I'm right. telling you, you do that, you'll be feeling it. But just those basic movements, like honestly, that's a good workout in itself, just a warm-up. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And some people, they just may need to do, you know, not to compare themselves, just to get started. I've, yeah. I've learned, I think yeah. I saw a stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, start there. Yeah. I've yeah. seen, I, I've, I'm seeing research now that says seven minutes a day is all you need. Not to be in tip top shape, obviously, but for your body to start changing the chemical process, it could be as little as seven minutes. So 
start at seven, hit 10, get to 15, get to 30, but don't stop at five, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, get build up and keep going for sure. It's, it's 30 minutes for 30 days straight. It's consistency. Yeah. It's not one eight hour session It's 30 minutes for two months straight to change your life. Right. Yeah. That's just, you know, that's just the mentality. I mean, seriously though, that's it. Honestly. Yeah, and I noticed too, uh, you know, taking time seasons off where I didn't work out. When I got back into it, I started noticing just because I do stuff like this and I pay attention just to, you know, how I'm processing and what I feel with the activity I do. I noticed like if I got a good workout in, it would last, it would energize me for about two days, oh, yeah. maybe three. Mm-hmm. And so when I started going three times a week, I felt good. But when I start hitting four and then even when I hit five, I felt fantastic. And I realized it was like an accrued interest that always boiled over. It, and go, it just got better and better. I go every day. It's my strength, man. It's one of those things where, too, you being a creative, try this. Work out, push your body, go hard, and then write down your thoughts. Listen to an audio book the whole time, and then write down your thoughts or record yourself. A lot of my inspiration comes right after I hit the gym. I mean, it's, wow. it's, it's, I'm, I'm through the entire, I'm thinking of this stuff, I'm, and I got to get it out. That's why I'm passionate about it. I'm just like, ah, yeah. I'm telling you, your videos fire me up. If you're on LinkedIn, look him up. We'll have his name and all this information in the show notes. Look him up because it's phenomenal. So, so George, how could people find more information or reach out to you? So follow me on Facebook, George Nelson. I also have Instagram industrial underscore athlete or LinkedIn. Those are all of my accounts and what you're going to get from me, motivation, fitness, and I also own a barbecue restaurant. So you can get some All right. Food. Oh, do you? All right. I've been into smoking meats lately, so that's become my new hobby, uh, spending five or six hours a day on ribs and getting that hickory and that applewood smoking on there, and it's it's becoming an addiction. So I don't know how good that is for my health, eating barbecue every couple of days, but long as summer's here, I'm going to keep trying it. I just got to make up for it at the gym. So, George, one last Bye question, man. One last question. Speaking to your peers, if you can give them one piece of advice that will help inspire them through the daily grind, what would it be? Hustle while you wait. Even if you don't have the opportunity, when it presents itself, you got to be prepared. You got to be locked in. And the only way you do that is by grinding. You'll see it. It's going to come. But hustle while you wait. That's good. George, that's awesome. Thank you so much, man. I want to have you back on there. If you get one of those inspirational ideas again, and I see the video, I might just shoot you another message like, George, I need you back on, man. You got me fired up again. This good experience, man. Maybe we can build on a normal basis. Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate it. So thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.